Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind. Featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> Serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Hello, shovelers, workers, vacationers. Chuck's kind of a vacationer. A couple of days off. God, it feels good when you normally are working. Not a mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, whatever, but you just have a day off. <laughs> middle of the week. Charlie was painting a beautiful picture of what he's been doing, and Hoffman and I love the negative, and we're like, yeah, and and then something bad happened? Or what? Well, tell us something bad. And it was all positive. All positive. Very good like, mood. Very good mood. When someone says, oh, it's great. I did this. This happened. That happened. You're waiting for the... And then my, my tire was out of air when I went to go go to my car and drive here. No. You're always waiting for that shoe to drop. But that's coming from hashtag wet blanket no, and hashtag blanket. Marty loves the negative. I woke up, <laughs> took care of the baby, father of the year, Allen's Tree Service, former sponsor, maybe a sponsor again, comes by, does great work on the trees. I don't think they've announced a finalist of father of the year yet, Chuck. I, I do the uh, the leaves out there feeling good. Maybe Martin's father of the year. Come yeah. in for, uh, for radio. I got the uh, Christmas tree tonight. We're going to do that. And the Cardinals got Paul Goldschmidt in an absolute steal. I know the Blues blew one last night, but guys, come on. Let's focus on the positive. Yesterday was a good day for St. Louis. Wake up. And it was all positive. So I was trying to think of what can I turn into a – what can I complain about on the TK? I needed something. Marty Love the negative. Slew lost. Negative sells. I called for Travis Ford's head on the show last night. No. On any given day, I said this to Frank. On any given day, you could say top story in sports. What are you going to lead with today? Hey, the curators, they bumped up Barry Odom. That's boring. Looks like this guy. But I'm saying on any given day, you can sell something, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, Odom got a new deal, but he's still 11th in the SEC. (laughs) Hitch is back in town. Love him. Kind of exciting. You could sell that as your top story, right? Yes. XFL coming to town, probably not a top story. But on a slow day, you could have some fun with it, right? Decent, yes. That they chose, and I am still intrigued why, not to have an inferiority complex, but why they picked St. Louis. Because every town is an NFL town. Washington, D.C., and Dallas, and Houston, and L.A., and New York. It, it, it did sort of stick out. I'm glad it's here. It's not a big deal, but it's something. But you could always, you could sell it if you had to as a lead story. Billikins going down to play the Salukis, you could lead with that. Sure could. So all of those are sitting there on the table on a Wednesday at the Two Fox, and you could tell from the Twitter sphere, is that the right phrase, that the Goldsmith thing was going to happen. 
because the pundits all sort of start poking and poking and rumblings and rumors, and all of a sudden John Heyman just went, done. But it was a radio guy out of Phoenix yes. who kind of really started it, I saw, right? He said it could be done as soon as today. Gambo. That was the first radio one I guy. Saw. Gambo? Phoenix. Yeah. Your kind of guy, Gambo. I love it. Talk some Gambo. And then the Goldsmith thing happens, and everything else just gets buried. Hey, by the way, by the way, oh, and the U.S. Women's National Team is coming to town. We'll tell you more about that tomorrow. Barry, I've got a contract extension. The XFL is coming to town. i got to go because there's a police chase. Sorry. That police chase. I have to say. I, I was, watched I the couldn't entire stop watching. police chase. And I know this is a, this is a bad, what would you call it? Uh, bad analogy. That's look, no, look into our society. But, man, if there's a police chase on, you don't change the channel. I was watching that thing. It sounded like for a second, as I'm watching on Fox 2, that they might move on to something else. And I'm saying, I'm saying, don't do that. No. Don't do that. And, of course, they didn't. You're not going to turn the channel when there's a police chase on. What if on Saturday afternoon, this past Saturday, instead of Steve Templeton talking about a tornado in Illinois, it was a police chase? Do people complain? Text TJ and see if that's allowed. Because I was standing there waiting in the wings. So earlier in the day, they said, because sports doesn't hit till 550. So sometimes if there's a decent sports story, they'll throw it in that first block. Charlie, we call it the A block. Sure do. And they said, why don't you do a little something on the XFL? Now, the thing I didn't understand about that announcement, Kitty Ratcliffe, who kind of runs the Dome, she was at the announcement, which was at the Meadowlands. I get that. But there was nobody locally to comment on it. So I was like, I guess it's not that big a deal. They're like, well, we'll put out a statement. I'm like, okay, I guess it's not that big a deal. But our newsroom said, why don't we do a little something in that A block? I said, that's fine. Then the Goldschmidt trade becomes official. And the Cardinals were quick. I think they know now. So much stuff on the internet. Everybody's trying to own a story. They quickly came out with their own tweet that said, not only is it done, they put out the particulars, which I like is that. helpful. The Just- Cardinals and the Diamondbacks each at the same time released the tweet saying, okay, we got Goldschmidt, and then Diamondbacks said, hey, guys, here's who we, we got. got. Weaver and we Kelly. Got Carson Kelly. Um, and then a minute later, Jeff Passan tweeted out the particulars, but said, sources. And I'm like, you realize... It's it looks like the sources are the team Twitter accounts. To be fair, though, he might have been right. typing. Look, or I don't, I don't know. Passing. All I'm saying he is he likes St. Louis. He does not like St. <laughs> Louis. My point, though, is if you're a reporter and you're texting someone else or you're on the phone with a source, it could okay. Be, if yes. one minute before a press release comes out, a tweet comes out, you could be literally getting that information and crafting a tweet. I mean, we're talking. It happened a minute apart. So I, I do. Look, now, if it happened 15 minutes earlier on Twitter and then people are going sources, okay, that's where I say, eh. If it's one minute, these reporters could easily be on the phone or texting with sources and trying to get their message out. To be fair. My opinion. To be fair, it does happen. So all of this plays out. Now, Goldschmidt's a huge story. So there I am. The story. I'm all, well, in the sports world, it's the story. In the news world. This is St. Louis. The Cardinals are woven into the fabric of who we are. Right here in the South Midwest. (laughs) How do you bump? Paul Goldschmidt from the A Block and Marty standing on deck with his makeup on and his earpiece ready to roll. Practicing your lines. Uh-oh. Uh, folks, we've got a police chase. I said, oh, boy. Martin's off to the side whispering, they struck gold, they struck gold, they struck gold. No, I'm watching it. I'm like, wow, I wonder. And I'm like, At first, I'm like, I wonder if I'm, if I'm done. And then I didn't move. I stared at the monitor, <laughs> and I watched the, the assignment desk play out like how they're talking and like okay we just talked to st peter's it is their police chase that they initiated up and like how the information is actually gathered and then distributed to mandy and vic who are sitting on the set and they start with we have a police chase here's a live look and you can hear them say we're not sure where this is and then they go up to stan mr coffee our guy 
And he says, folks, we're over 270. And now it starts to become real, like the West County Mall exit. I'm like, oh, my God, 520, Manchester and 270. Doherty Ferry, he exited? Nightmare. Or she? He, wait, they and looped back. That's five minutes from where I live. They, they exited saying. off Doherty Ferry, really? They, they I had no around. idea. But what I'm telling you is no, there was never a chance that they were cutting away. But they were having some signal issues. There was a comment that made me think they might. No, the anchors might have been thinking they were. I'm okay, telling you, because our, our boss, Audrey, was in the newsroom, and I got news for it. They were not going away. <laughs> All I'm and saying... I said, I got some XFL news over here. And they said, stand down. Let me tell you this, too. Shout out to law enforcement for taking care of business. And how about the hero also in that black truck? You know what I'm saying? Jeff Bernthal did a piece with him last night. Okay. I didn't get to watch last night. Oh, I, I was watching it. Elf. Family Christmas night, okay? <laughs> but that black truck, civilian, right? You could tell, kind of just hedged over to make sure that car couldn't get by. And he apparently, you didn't see the piece. It's funny you bring that up because Jeff Bernthal interviewed him. His business is he sells to the police some sort of video. or so. He has some sort of business where he works with law enforcement, so he loosely knew kind of how it worked. But my point is you can't. And in L.A., they make fun of people because they sit around all day. Hey, what are you going to do? You're going to go to the beach? You're going to watch a police chase? Because they do it in L.A. like all the time. There's always a highway pursuit. And there's a good argument. Oh, is it a, you know, should you do police chase? Should they do pursuits? That's a different argument. When it's on TV, you're not hurting anybody. You're just sitting at home. You're just watching. And it was. It's compelling. I'm glad nobody was injured. And that's the other thing. This, this car at the end, banging into other cars, putting a lot of people's lives at risk. And again, when you're watching on TV, it is absolutely captivating. Well, we get Goldschmidt. You guys talk about a police chase. Uh, the deal goes down. Frank's question was, is it a 10? Hoff gave it a 9 because it is a one-year rental. But if ever, and I, I hate that whole tired narrative, well, he comes here with the best fans. They'll look. I think personality-wise, and you had the guy on from Arizona, play-by-play guy, I believe. This is about a month ago. And... He talked about his demeanor, his personality, the kind of guy Goldschmidt is. And as I was listening that day, and he talked about his approach. I'm not talking about his stats. Just the guy. Kind of low-key, will be big in the community, but doesn't want a lot of headlines. And I said to myself, he sounds kind of like Holiday 2.0. Like, not a big flashy guy. Not necessarily a big media guy. Just kind of wants to come in, do his job. Big bat, do some community stuff. And those are the type of players, not the Stantons. It's unfortunate because it's not exciting, but those are the type of guys who I think will want to stay. I agree. So I think this is different, and I think the Cardinals, in pursuing this player, it's about the stats, but I think they also feel pretty good that he will stay, which changes the whole dynamic of the deal. 100%. Like, I don't see Marcelo Zuna. He's a say, Boris guy. And I, and I also don't see him saying... I want to be here forever. I don't know. I think he wants to test the market. He's a Boris guy. He Boris, likes the east side, though. He has been to the east side. That's documented. That's settled. That's taken care of. But Well, yeah. it is a fact. So. No, it is a fact. I was just throwing it out there. Anyway, I think, it was a joke. I think Goldschmidt. East side's safe for now. They just had a big press conference talking about how shootings are down. Did they really? Yeah. How did we we'll get to that, that at we'll get uh, to that. 1245. we got police chases and shootings. What about Goldie? But not only but getting... But I think he'll stay is my point, which makes the you. deal even bigger. Correct. But also, how about what you gave up? Take yourself back a couple months. If, if I'd have told you you're getting Paul Goldschmidt, what do you have to give up? Of, of decent value. If you could have said Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly, 
And I understand Andy Young might be good. You Why get do you a pick, hate Andy Young. But I'm, but I'm serious. Is aren't he really those... a guy? He is a guy, right? <laughs> he had a good Arizona Fall League. But look, aren't Weaver and Kelly the guys you'd want to move? I was telling Frank during the break that if we had all collectively come together like a week or two ago and just decided here are a list of players. We wouldn't be bothered if they traded. Those might be the first two you mentioned. A hundred percent. That's why, look, if I also would have told you, okay, you're getting Goldschmidt, but you probably have to give up Dakota Hudson, you'd still probably want to do it. You'd be it hurt. But... You didn't have to give up Dakota Hudson or Tyler O'Neill. And look, you can criticize John Mosellock and the Cardinals for the last couple of years, maybe some free agent deals. Go back 10 plus years. Does John Mosellock ever give up prospects that end up being really good with other teams? Let's name some guys. No, he knows when to get rid of guys. Now, every once in a while, do the Cardinals hold on to a guy too long? I think you can make that case. But when in a deal, have the Cardinals sent away a prospect or a young player where you go, man, I wish we wouldn't have got rid of that guy? They're very good at that. And I think they've done it again because Luke Weaver, maybe he's a third starter, probably more like a four or five. You can replace that guy. Carson Kelly, is he a career backup in the big leagues? Is he a really good defensive catcher that doesn't hit much? Either way, I don't think you're giving up All-Stars. You're getting a six-time All-Star for at least one year, and Martin, I agree, a very good chance to keep him for the next four or five. Uh, also underrated, you look at the stats, and there's gobs of stats. There's even that spray chart that somebody tweeted. It's unbelievable that that exists. It shows you visually uh, that we're in the Midwest, and it also shows you <laughs> where Goldschmidt hits his doubles, homers, and triples, and it is all over the ballpark spread out. But nobody has mentioned the fact this guy who's been compared to Pujols at times by a Larusa by Daniel Descalso on Camo X last night. The guy stole 32 bases. That's where the Pujols comparison should end right there, although he would steal a bag or two. that I had no idea. I was looking at that last night. How did that guy steal 32 bases? I understand the media in this town can be cheerleaders soft. at times. Soft media, of course. Hashtag. But I don't see you got to sell me on the negative here. It's if if anything, it's worth a shot. If Weaver becomes a Cy Young winner, you still say I would do it again. I had to do it, and I think Mo had to be keeping a straight face when he's like, "All right, oh well, Weaver, boy, what you want compensation draft stuff too? Well, B. Oh, oh, you want compensation B, and the fact that the Astros were the other side of this that were trying to cut a deal." Can you imagine if you wake up today and it's like Astros pull off deal for Goldschmidt? All of a sudden, this franchise that hasn't been able to get it right for a few years would have been just mocked unmercifully in town, and probably rightfully so. That's why I'm glad they did it before the winter meetings because, look, this this offseason is not like last offseason where a lot of these guys were still around almost when spring training started. Look what's happened already. You have big trades between the Mets and the Mariners. Mets. You have... Patrick Corbin, and he's off, you know, he's, he's gone. You can't get him. I'm not saying the Cardinals were interested. My point is the market is moving much faster. If they don't get this deal done, maybe next week at the winter meetings, all of a sudden, it takes much more to get a Paul Goldschmidt. Also, I have to say, to defend our media brethren, and I know we joke about hashtag being soft, but I feel like the media has been pretty critical of John Mozeliak and the Cardinals overall the last two or three years. I don't understand how you can see this deal and be negative. Now, maybe it doesn't work out, but on paper, how can you not love this deal? I think the aggression also plays into how surprised we are as to what they gave up. I think if you had asked us at one point, if it's before the winter meetings and they go out and they're quick and aggressive and they get Paul Goldschmidt, I think you're thinking they probably paid more than you would have 
expected. But it, it, it's odd to me that Arizona almost didn't wait. Why did they accept hold off. this deal? Yeah, why? I don't, and I'm, I'm reading Ken Rosenthal and Jeff Pass, and they're all saying other executives are thinking that they got a haul. And to me, this is where some flawed analysis comes into it because it's all based on years. It's one year of Paul Goldschmidt. You get six of Carson Kelly. You get five of Luke Weaver. And you get, if he does end up breaking into the big leagues, six years of, of Andy Young. So it's 17 years of, of three players for one guaranteed of one, whereas you're not factoring into how you're dealing this out of depth. If you were to rank two days ago, you're starting pitchers on the Cardinals. When would you have gotten a Luke Weaver? Eight or nine, probably. Okay. Carson Kelly, maybe even the third in the organization behind Kisner? How do you think they packaged it then? You probably are saying, hey, right. listen. Le- no, I think you say, Weaver, hey, guys, this is a first-round pick. We're really high on him. He's been working with Wainwright. I think you have to like talk it up a little bit. I'm saying, how would you sell it? I think the fact that it was a former first-round pick very recently would be something you'd sell. Carson Kelly, we love him. We just can't use him because we have Molina. Don't look at his average lately. We can't use him. Because- <laughs> I'm saying this is what you have to do to hype it a little bit. I did an Arizona interview the other day for the TV station out there. Did you talk about Andy Young? No, and they said... They said that there's a lot of pressure on the GM because this guy is the face of the franchise, and fans are pissed that they're basically they were in the playoff chase in September. They were in the wild card game two years. And well, a national Div- a division series. They won the wild card game two years. Right. Ago. So, so they said fans are so upset right now. The GM has lots of pressure. This was the narrative when I did the interview the other day that they have to hit a home run in what they get back. And they said, "What do you think that would look like?" And I said. I don't think you're getting a big-name pitcher. I don't think they're going to go Hudson for a one-year deal. I said, you might see a Tyler O'Neill, who's a, a major league-ready bat that's going to be inexpensive that you could get. I said, maybe Carson Kelly, but I, I would have never guessed the return would be this low, which is more interesting since the narrative out there was they better get a ton since we love this guy. Question. Did the Arizona radio station hear about your famous interview in Seattle where you said that Marco Gonzalez was uh-huh. the next Andy Koufax? And then uh, you I said think it was, that uh, uh, Jamie, Jamie Moyer. I said he's so a, who can, I, who's Andy Young then? I said he's a, talking, poor man, he's a poor man's Martin said Jamie Carson Moyer. Kelly is probably the next Pudge Fisk. Correct. Luke Weaver is probably a poor man's Max Scherzer. He's right. the next Brandon Webb. Andy I'm, Young is the next Andy Young. I'm helping drive the deal. And I'm compensation getting, pick B, I mean, come on now. We're no, talking compensation no, pick Andy B. Andy Young's a lot like Richie Sexton from a, from a power standpoint. So I think you guys got a winner. My job is to help drive the deal. And then I like all it. of a sudden, the desert narrative. And a guy, uh, Kilkane, was on the other night, and uh, he said we're getting the next Pudge Fisk. And all of a sudden, it gets back to the Arizona offices like, hey, uh, boss, I'm hearing this guy might be the next Pudge Fisk. That's how it works. Don't you think nowadays, though, especially on, listen, on social media, there can be people who are nuts, and they're very loud, vocal minority. But I also oh, think oh. baseball fans, especially in St. Louis, but also in a lot of fan bases, are very smart about their teams and prospects and such. And again... I like to go to the comments every once in a while. When you see the official Twitter account, tweet out the deals. I went down there. Cardinal fans were ecstatic. And Cardinal fans know what they're talking about. They know about the prospects. On the other end of the spectrum, I checked the tweets from Arizona. Nobody was happy about this deal. Again, we'll see how it all plays out. I hope Carson Kelly and Luke Weaver are both really good major league players. I don't necessarily think they're going to be all-stars. We know that Goldie is an all-star. And I think there's a better than 50% chance he stays. I love this deal. Also, a little housekeeping. The uh, the plan tomorrow, Friday, 
press box midday grind from 10 to 1 is to be live from Bush Stadium. Introductory, introductory press conference schedule. We're not sure exact time, but we're planning on being down there tomorrow. One of our great sponsors, Appliance Discounters. I've warned John that Strick is now in the market for a toaster. A toaster and other items. A I hot s- plate. But he will not pay full price. I said, <laughs> beware the Strick barter, okay? He comes walking in with a puck signed by Brett Hull. And I love the fact John is a loyal listener because when I said, oh, I got that stove, that uh, that one, he goes, you have a Thermador. I'm like, that's right. I have a Thermador. What did I buy? Because I can't remember the brand of my true? refrigerator. It's a white, really nice refrigerator. <laughs> Martin, you've seen the fridge. It's the only part of Chuck's house you've seen. Great I fridge. actually was not invited inside the garage. I saw it from the distance. <laughs> Great fridge. If you want to get an appliance, it'd be kind of fun for Christmas. Maybe surprise the family and get that garage fridge or get a new stove. Jazz it up a little bit. New washer, dryer. Go to theappliancediscounters.com. That's the website. Six area locations where you'll get the biggest names, Samsung, GE, Bosch, Electrolux, Thermador, you name it. Ask for the Chuck fridge. Just go and say, hey, I want one of those Chuck fridges. They've got it at the lowest prices. It's what they've been doing since they started more than a decade ago, a St. Louis company. St. Louis employees keep the money local. Appliance discounters on the web, theappliancediscounters.com. Blues also in action last night. They had a chance to garner some of the headlines, right? Goldschmidt's going to dominate. I'm no, sorry. no, they're winning a game I'm two sorry. to nothing. They're beating Hitch, sending him out of town. It's funny because when you look at Hitch, our immediate thought, we've seen him a lot, is, boy, how much weight did he lose? We're on the set last night, and Vic Faust, who probably doesn't watch a ton of hockey, I mean, I have no idea, but we ran a clip, and you hear Hitchcock talking. Oh, he's been. And Vic said, God, did he do something different to his hair? And I said, no, he lost about 70 pounds. And it's amazing if you don't pay close attention. That's a Jeff Avelin comment. Did he do something different with his hair? Well, no, I'm saying something seemed different to him, but he doesn't see him as often as we do. So it was, his blink was just something looks different. And he said, oh, have you ever seen somebody who's lost weight? You look a little different. You're like not, Al Roker. Well, you're not positive. You say, is that a new tie? No, I lost 80 pounds. Well, it happens. Again, point. to be fair. If you're down there at the rink during the hitch years and you interviewed him hundreds of times right. and you were right in front of him seeing how he looked physically, then if you see him last night, it's very obvious that he lost a ton of weight and great for him. I'm sure he has much more energy and wants to coach for another couple of years. It's and awesome. I guarantee he enjoyed that just a little bit. 100%. Oilers are down two zip blues. and I, This stat is unbelievable. The blues have had a 2 nothing lead five times this year, basically over a two month. That's That's, you know... Two months, that's that's a lot of games. Five times you're up two to nothing and you lost four of those. Is it's, that bad? That's bad. Hitch now five, two, and one with the Oilers. I don't blame Chief. You know, he has Chief on his stick. You know, Love it. Strick dropped Strick that on told us, us yesterday. That with a sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> uh poor Craig Ruby handed this team. Now they're depleted with injuries. They're two, four, and one with Chief in charge. I think what we said when Mike Yo was dismissed was I don't think there'll be a Baruby bump and it's not his fault it's just something about this roster something about this team they can't handle any sort of positive they love the negative they're winning two nothing and they all said we sort of backed off we let them back in it it just keeps happening so the Blues losing a shootout penalty last night too right away everything this (laughs) is every game this this is their new thing (laughs) this is the Baruby bump they have extra guys on the ice (laughs) 
I think it's the fourth or fifth time it's happened since he took over, and it happened within the first minute of the game last night. Okay, but it's kind of a special power play, oh, okay. and I feel like you should get that. If you're in last place, they should let every last you're place allowed. team you're have an extra skater until they get out of last place. That's uh, fair. Martin, Chuck knows the answer to this question already because we were discussing it out there uh, during the lawyer segment. Would you care to guess what the Blues' postseason percentage is? Here on December sixth, per hockeyreference.com. It's always higher than you think because it's got they've got some time to go here, but I'll say ten percent. Seven point eight percent. All right, see that was positive. The one positive is I was checking the standings last night. They got a point. They got the point. I was checking the standings. There are some teams that are ahead of them in the standings where the blues have played four fewer games. So if you see them all of a sudden, if they get hot, as Doug Vaughn would say, we can just win this thing. We can just get hot and win win this thing, baby. It just it seems like this is a year where you're going to be so far out of it. It probably makes sense to retool, trade away some assets at the trade deadline, and it might actually benefit you to lose for draft compensation. I hate to say it, but it feels like that type of season. Also last night, Billikens did lose at Carbondale. Uh, we tried to warn you, Chuck, Hoff and I collectively via the text, if you were going to happen to go to my bookie. Me. I typed an SIU yeah. and corrected it to SLU. I'm sorry. This is why you don't gamble. And this is why you fade the public, i.e., Martin and Hoff are the public. I have an iPhone 5S. It just it didn't recognize yeah, it. I agree. Chuck said, who do you like tonight? And I typed in S-I-U, and then it changed to S-L-U, mm, yeah. and Chuck lost money because of me and Hoff. Uh, problem shooting the rock, 33%, even worse from the three-point line. Slew loses. Good win for Carbondale at home. Billikens now host Oregon State on Sunday, looking to get back on track. I love the Valley. I respect the Valley. I think if you're slew and you're building your tournament resume, you got to win that game. Now, you still you do well in the A-10, you're fine. But I think if you're slew and you are an NCAA team, you got to go down to Carbondale and win that game. I hate to say, though, I'm a Valley guy, but Carbondale's tough. They played Kentucky tough that. earlier this season. And, and in college basketball, for whatever reason, home versus road, there's such a huge advantage. It is really tough to win on the road against a, a good program, even if it's a mid-major. It didn't surprise me at all last night that Slew. No, I mean that game. And Barry Hinson was on, and he said it's going to be ugly. It's going to be a slugfest. That's exactly what it was. Low scoring game, bad shooting slash good defense. But I just think if you're excited about Slew, you're coming off that home win on Butler. You got to go down there and take care of business. There were also a couple injuries there. Javon Bass is certainly limited. I mean, he was one for ten. Maybe he should have played or shot a little less. He didn't. Probably not himself. Cartier Gordon, some early foul trouble as well. Text line eight five five two eight two. 8255, Splashback says, this is getting back to our earlier conversation. Which was? Shootings down, carjackings are way up. But then Catfish says, shootings are down? What about stabbings? That's from Terrell Davis. <laughs> How did I miss That's this That's a good news? callback. Was there an actual press conference that said? I, I was going to save it for at the end of the day, but oh, I'll no, say it now. Okay. They are down, year to year, shootings down 42%. From In what, in East St. Louis? Yeah. So they had the press conference. Okay, well, good for them. And look, 15 minutes ago, I threw it out there. I was complimenting the Cardinals and John Moselock saying, name me the young players or prospects they traded away that you really wish you'd have kept. The two answers I Coco get. Crisp. I actually think this helps my argument. I get Joe Kelly, good, solid reliever. The lack of deal made sense, on. and it also woke up a team that probably wasn't going to the postseason. You also got Alan Craig off the books. And look. If if the guy you got rid of that you really wanted back is an eighth inning reliever, I think you're good with that. And then Luke Voigt, who again, I hope Luke Voigt has all the success in the world. He had a great what quarter of a season with the Yankees. We'll see what happens there. We're all rooting for him. 
I don't know if Luke Voigt for the next 10 years is going to be a 30-homer guy. I sure hope he is, and if, if so, the Cardinals will will definitely regret that one. No glaring examples, which That's is what you were point. looking for. Uh, Illinois lost, played at the United Center in Chicago, played well against Ohio State, but lost. Illinois is now 2-7. and seven. Now, in spite of Mizzou being down, they're 5-3, and three, but maybe... Not a tournament team. Is that okay saying that? I think they're, I think that's fair. <laughs> Illinois 2-7. and seven. Despite that, I was told tickets for the Bragging Rights game are going fast, and it's going to be a tough ticket yet again. We wondered if that one-year bump of last year all of a sudden would be back to being kind of a blah event. People are still stoked about it. Tickets are going fast. Mark Smith, intrigue. I can't wait to see. Jeremiah Tillman. I mean, people might go there to boo. Oh, they will. It's going to be fun. Plowsy will be in the front row. Hating on both. I'll tell you what, it's tough to be Plowsy these days. I love Plowsy, but a lot of positivity happening for good old Mizzou football, and sometimes you just got to eat it, right? We all have a lot of hot takes, and they go south, like more south than St. Louis in the Midwest here. But uh, if you're anti-Mizzou right now, there's a lot of positive things going on. How about the guy on Twitter that I found whose handle said, Southern Midwesterner. Get him I on. Just, Can no. we get him on the Let's show? He was an Alabama fan. He's trying no, to he, fit in. His, he his said Twitter I'm a, profile said Roll Tide. He said I'm a Southern Midwesterner. He's trying to fit in. Need to get him on the show. If he goes to like a Tuscaloosa bar, they say, oh, you're from the Midwest. He goes like, no, I'm like you. I'm the Southern Midwest. Somebody else threw out in terms of players the Cardinals wished they wouldn't have let go. Adam Adovino, which again, ah, that's a good one. if you're, no, it's not because these are all solid players. These aren't. Multiple all-star guys. Adam Adovino's great. Joe Kelly, great. Eighth-inning guys. I don't think you're going to look at an eighth-inning guy like a number one or two starter or an impact bat that hits 30 homers and is a an all-star type player. How about guys the Cardinals wish they could get back but also wish they can get rid of right now? Luke Gregerson. <laughs> they, they traded him, missed his good years, brought him back, and now he's not any good. Can we bring Fam back? They kind of did yeah. that with Adam Kennedy, right? Yes. And I'm like, is he back? <laughs> And how about last night the Blues game? They're like, and an assist for Jordan Nolan. I'm like, Jordan Nolan? Is that that's Ted Nolan's son who used to coach the Sabres, and Jordan used to play for the Sabres. Is he on the Blues? <laughs> I honest, <laughs> did you know that? Well, I read the press release that he came up with uh, Jordan Kyrie and go, Chris Butler. Well, I was down hey, at we're the Blues calling the up, day. We're calling up all the Jordans, okay? All right, quick break. Then we'll reset the conversation, Chuck. Back to Goldschmidt. My guy is Aaron T. Underwood on Twitter, and it says 41-year-old Southern Midwesterner. we got to straighten him out because it's not the South. We're here in the Midwest, my man, okay? We should probably move on from this conversation. We can just agree to disagree. And I'll just throw this out there. I think it helps, and I know you guys have both lived in Wisconsin for your college years in Martin, for some of your early work years, you're also, I'm coming to this conversation having grown up in Ohio for 22 years, which I think is a different perspective your bubble, Chuck. than living in St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Next topic. My early work years, it's like I was owned and I was moved around as a young kid and forced into <laughs> child labor. Where'd you some work? Of, you always brag about some of your early Rhinelander, Oshkosh, Bagosh. Where else no, did you work? Rhinelander, then Madison. Flagstaff, okay. Arizona is where it all okay, started. either way. That's the uh, near Midwest. That's area. why you're a big uh, pundit now for this trade with Goldie. All the radio guys want you on their shows from your Flagstaff days. Almost 1 o'clock. It's starting to snow outside. There'll probably be no sports time today, which is just fine with me. What I would do is just head to Fast Eddie's and hang out all afternoon long. Do the Stravenger. Just order the left side of the menu. Does I'll, he work? He's always texting us 
clips of his old shows. He's like a YouTube sensation. He's texting you clips of his old shows? Mark McGuire flipping through baseball cards. Mike Aldretti playing the baseball card game. Well, why don't you do that, Martin? Why don't you pull a few old sports casts like from the Fox it. Two Days, post them on YouTube, and send them out? Speaking of that, how about that picture? Hey, where's the... Where's the I was talking to Gardner yesterday. He wants the, the Cub Scout nice uniform studies. photo, too. Oh, I don't have a photo. I will get you guys. Go to fast I will. All I'm saying is, we saw a picture yesterday, about 20 years ago, Orlando Pace, Ricky Prohl, and Martin High Pants Kilcoin, right in the middle High there, pants sporting Kilcoin. the uh, Sinbad parachute pants. It was a bad look. It was a bad. <laughs> I do, I do remember the event. I think it was on. What's the bowling lane, uh, Sally? Let's test you with uh, other randomness. There's a bowling lane on Olive Tropicana, and it's it's sort of in that Crevecore Olivet window there. Is it? I Olivet believe it's lanes? the Olivet Lanes. Olivet yes, lanes, by Indian Meadows. Lanes. What's that? By, uh, on Olive by Indian Meadows. Yeah, by Indian Meadows. That one. Flagship and Flagstaff. Radio. K-N-A-Z? No, that was my TV station. Strick, I know, I Strick used to work at the... Well, Strick worked there. I never listened. <laughs> it was wow. Cool. wow. Whoa. <laughs> love that. Love it. Nice. Everybody crushes Strick. We love Strick. But it's Strick. probably fair because he crushes everybody 6-2-2 else. 2 tank. And we do it with only the best of intentions. So 100%. What, what I was saying was you go to Fast Eddie's and you order the Stravager, which is to get everything on the menu and just hang out and graze for a while. You won't be disappointed. Big Elwood, marinated steak, mm. half pound fat Eddie burger, reasonably, reasonably priced food, peel and eat shrimp, basket of fries. Great day to do that. Doors open at 1. Then tomorrow, Friday through Sunday, 11 a.m., they swing open. Seven days a week, Fast Eddie's Bon Air, Alton, Illinois. Even if you're downtown, you can hop on Route 3, pleasant drive up there to Alton, Illinois. The key to calling it a Straubinger is you tell your work you have a work lunch. And then you go to Fast Eddie's and use your expense account to actually just mess around. Brad, what have you been working on over there? Oh, I'm posting some of my old interviews that I did. <laughs> yeah, I have a Brian Sutter sit down I did by my pool once. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to get that posted in just a little bit. All right, it's the Midday Grind. Martin, Chuck, Hoff, Sally right here in the Kirkwood Studios where the rain slash snow is coming mm -hmm. down. Uh I don't quit, no, I just press harder yeah. than I ever did before. Going for the dreams that I have in store in my mind. mind. But I know that I'm making it. I gotta get mine and nobody's taking it away. No, cause Hammer don't play that. You try to get mine, boy, you better step back, freeze. Cause you don't want none. I hustle for my muscle and you look weak, too. Yeah, I'm going for all that I can get. Kicking it at the top because I'm too legit to quit saying. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.